Chapter 23 of the Book of Stories for the Storyteller. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bill Mosley. The Book of Stories for the Storyteller by Fanny Coe. The Story of Little Hannibal by Carolyn Sherwin Bailey. Once on a time, way down south, there lived a little boy named Hannibal. Little Hannibal. He lived long with his grandmammy and his granddaddy in a little one story log cabin that was set right down in a cotton field. Well, from morning till night, little Hannibal's grandmammy kept him doing things. As soon as she woke up in the morning, it was, Oh, little Hannibal, fetch a pine knot and light the kitchen fire. Oh, little Hannibal, fetch the tea kettle to the well and get some water for the tea. Oh, little Hannibal, Mix a little hoe-cake for your granddaddy's breakfast. Oh, little Hannibal, take the bunch of turkey's feathers and dust the hearth. And from morning till night, little Hannibal's granddaddy kept him doing things, too. Oh, little Hannibal, his granddaddy would say, fetch the corn and feed the turkeys. Oh, little Hannibal, take your little axe and chop some wood for your grandmammy's fire. Oh, little Hannibal, run round to the store and buy a bag of flour. Oh, little Hannibal, fetch your basket and pick a little cotton off the edge of the field. So they kept poor little Hannibal at work most all day long, and he had only four or five hours to play well one morning little hannibal woke up and he made up his mind to something before they could ask him to light the kitchen fire or fill the tea kettle or mix the hoe cake or dust the hearth or feed the turkeys or chop any wood or go to the store or pick any cotton he had made up his mind that he would not going to work for his grandmammy and his granddaddy any longer he was going to run away so little hannibal got out of bed very quietly he put on his little trousers and his little shirt and his little suspenders and his little shoes he never wore stockings he pulled his little straw hat down tight over his ears and then little Hannibal ran away. He went down the road past all the cabins. He went under the fence and across the cotton fields. He went through the pine grove past the schoolhouse, stooping down low so the schoolmistress wouldn't see him. And then he went way, way off into the country. When he was a long way from town, Little Hannibal met a possum loping along by the edge of the road, and the possum stopped and looked at Little Hannibal. 
How do? Where you going, little Hannibal? asked the possum. Little Hannibal sat down by the side of the road, and he took off the straw hat to fan himself, for he felt quite warm, and he said, I done run away, Brer Possum. My grandmammy and my granddaddy kept me toting, toting for em all the time. I doesn't like to work, Brer Possum. Oh, little Hannibal, said the possum, sitting up and scratching himself. Any special place you bound for? I don't reckon so, said little Hannibal, for he was getting tired and he had come away without his breakfast. You come along of me, little Hannibal, said the possum. I reckon I can take you somewhere. So the possum and little Hannibal went along together the possum loping along by the side of the road and little Hannibal going very slowly in the middle of the road for his shoes were full of sand and it hurt his toes. They went on and on until they came all at once to a sort of open space in the woods and then they stopped. There was a big company there, Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Partridge and Br'er Robin and old Miss Guinea Hen. Here's poor little Hannibal come to see you, said the possum. Little Hannibal done run away from his grandmammy and granddaddy. Little Hannibal hung his head as if he was ashamed, but nobody noticed him. They were all as busy as they could be, so he just sat down on a pine stump and watched them. Each one had his own special work, and he was keeping at it. Br'er Robin was gathering all the holly berries from the south side of the holly tree and singing as he worked. Cheer up! Cheer up! Br'er Partridge was building a new house down low in the bushes. As he hurried to and fro with twigs, he would stop and drum a little. He felt so happy to be busy. Old Miss Guinea Hen was almost the busiest of the whole company, for she was laying eggs. As soon as ever she had had one, she would get up on a low branch and screech, Catch it! Catch it! Catch it! Like the deaf in everybody. But little Hannibal was most interested to see what Br'er Rabbit was doing. Br'er Rabbit had on a little apron, and he kept bringing things in his market basket. Then he cooked the things over a fire in the bushes, and when it got to be late in the afternoon, he spread a tablecloth on a big stump, and then he pounded on his stew pan with his soup ladle, Supper's ready, said Br'er Rabbit. Then Br'er Robin and Br'er Partridge and Br'er Possum and old Miss Guinea Hen all scrambled to their places at the table and little Hannibal tried to find a place to sit at but there wasn't any for him. Oh, little Hannibal, said Br'er Rabbit as he poured the soup, doesn't like work. Can't have no supper. Catch him, catch him, said old Miss Guinea Hen, 
but no one did it. They were all too busy eating. They had a grand supper. There was roast turkey and fried chicken and mutton and rice and potatoes and peas and beans and baked apples and cabbage and hot biscuits and muffins and butter cakes and golden syrup. When they had finished eating, it was quite dark, and they all went home, even Br'er Possum, and they left little Hannibal sitting there all by himself. Well, after a while, it began to get darker. Br'er Mockingbird came out, and he looked at little Hannibal, and then he began to scream, just like old Miss Guinea here. Catch him, catch him, catch him. Rare Screech Owl looked down from a tree and said very hoarsely, Who? 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 Then all the frogs began to say loud and shrill, Little Hannibal, little Hannibal. So little Hannibal got up from his pine stump and he said, I reckon I better go home to my grandmammy. Well, little Hannibal started for home slowly because his feet hurt and he was hungry. When he came to the pine grove by the schoolhouse, the shadows came out from behind the trees and followed him. And that was much worse than seeing the schoolmistress. But little Hannibal got away from them all right. He crawled under the fence and ran across the cotton field. And there in the door of the cabin was his granddaddy with a lantern. His granddaddy had been out looking for little Hannibal. Why, little Hannibal, where you been all day? asked his granddaddy. Oh, little hand, said his grandmammy. Here's your porridge. I kept it warm on the hearth, but afore you eat your supper, little hand, just take your little basket and run round to the chicken house for a couple of eggs. So little Hannibal took his little basket and he started for those eggs, singing all the way. You see, he reckoned he was mighty glad to be at home and working again. End of the story of Little Hannibal. Recording by Bill Mosley, Bernardo, Texas, USA.